and everything they were trying to figure out what sort of jujitsu to do to the market or whatever because line goes up is supposed to be line goes up but instead line goes up was line goes down and they were very sad about it and i shit you not one of the things they floated doing was um the the u.s treasury the u.s mint uh can print commemorative coins and uh these commemorative coins can be worth things uh, besides the denomination you know like, they can print commemorative coins that are not dollar coins or whatever. Are you for real? You mean yeah. like You mean, like, the fucking, the, the $5 9-11 coin with, like, the smoking yeah. towers on it? Yeah, so it's that like, created a loophole where they can put any value on that coin. And is and, it worth um, that much, or it's worth however much people want to buy it for? It's however much it's worth... It's a note from the. It's just like paper it's money. Real it's real treasury shit. The U.S. government saying it's worth an amount of dollars, and it changes the value of the other dollars. So one of the ideas they had was to print a bajillion dollar coin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, big <laughs> money. About printing a trillion dollar coin, <laughs> and that would just inc- inherently increase the money supply, and like, instantly by a large chunk, by like a uh, five percent yeah. of GDP. I don't know what the plan would be to what they would do with the trillion dollar coin. Um, hey, turn down your game, will you? Sure. Okay. But uh, how's that? That's better. It might spike if you yell again, though. So, you want a trillion dollar coin, bro? Yeah, man. Will you park it in my yard? How big is it? Um, it's just a coin. How can it be, so, how can it be worth, why are, why are nickels bigger than dimes? Where's the Wu-Tang album? (laughs) What, what Wu-Tang album? The Wu-Tang album. The one that Shkreli got, and then he lost, the federal government repoed it when he got took down for raising the price of insulin or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> oh, apparently I know nothing. Do go on. Martin Shkreli? I've heard this okay, name. Okay, so before they printed the trillion dollar coin and the economy was fixed, it was a dark time in America. <laughs> and in this dark time, heroes arose, and they were called the Wu-Tang Clan, and they made an album which they didn't let anyone listen to. And um, it's locked in the fucking bank now? It was locked in a vault, and they would allow you to come in and listen to it or something anyway they sold it for like a bajillion dollars instead of it was kind of an interesting thing because like instead of um trying to sell a whole bunch of records they made their music free on the internet but if you wanted to hear the record you had to pay money to come see the record the one record (laughs) (laughs) um then they auctioned it for like a bajillion dollars, making it a bajillion is, dollar coin, essentially. That's called artificial scarcity. Yeah. And um, they, uh, which is cool when it's art, I think. But uh, the guy, <laughs> that Martin Shkreli guy fucking uh, bought it. And later it was determined that he bought it. And he's like arch villain. And he's like got the arch villain status. He like he price gouged on medicine, and then laughed at people about it. He was like <laughs> gloating about it, and finally they were like, "This is illegal. You have to go to prison, even though you're a billionaire." We're so sorry, sir. And then they sucked his dick. And um, anyway, so Shkreli got the fucking 
album, and then Shkreli lost the album because he bought it with blood money. Whose money? The money he made off of people not being able to afford insulin oh. was the money he used to buy the Wu-Tang album. And then the feds came in and took it from him because he didn't have any, uh, like... He they fucking repoed the Wu-Tang album? The feds currently own the Wu-Tang album. They just, like, showed up with the, the repo man and just towed off the Wu-Tang album? Yeah. That's... They probably have that shit right next to uh, the video of the from the Grassy Knoll and uh, the evidence of space aliens. And the trillion dollar coin. But they're not gonna. They haven't printed the trillion dollar coin yet. Is Are you such, sure? Where would? Wouldn't it have immediately affected the money supply? No. So, the way that they affect the modern, modern modern monetary theory is all about like putting using the supply of money as a contr- uh, uh, acceleration valve for the economy, and since the fucking since they didn't, no, because in, in 2008, if they had printed a trillion dollar coin, that would be part of the common narrative of how the uh, thing was fixed. But instead it was fixed by something dumber than that, which was called quantitative easing, and basically made it free to borrow money from the Fed, thus that banks could borrow money cheaper and lend it out cheaper, so that everybody could essentially take out free loans on the value of the future and use that to pump. This is like when you drive on the fucking rim after your tire's blown out and you know it's just making it worse but you have to get it off the freeway. That was their logic but they didn't use it to get off the freeway. They used it to drive onto the freeway and go fast again on the rim. (laughs) And that's where we're at now is like the whole axle is being torn off and we're sliding direct into the bar ditch uh, and the whole whole front end is on fire. You and I are in the back seat. Money printer go <laughs> We're not in the back seat, man. We're in the trunk. <laughs> the boast back of seats. Yeah. Let me get a beverage. Hang on. fucking episode is going to be trash until Owen gets on it anyway. Look at okay. us. Look at us. Huh? You? Me? Uh, Who'd have thought? Uh, we're just... Been, you know, much like Biden, my brain's gone. That. And everybody's just been waiting for me to make a statement about COVID-19 all day. And, no. Uh, I don't know, man. It's over. What are you going to do? You're, you're, you're experiencing... Abyss That's I'm what's going on. Abyss It's it's a normal thing to go through. I actually I actually had this experience the other day, personally, because uh, you know uh, my girlfriend has moved in my house with me. We're like sheltering in place together, even, uh, as far as that goes. Sort of mm-hmm. a life pack. Like you don't die, and I won't die. I hope. And then. Uh, we had been prepared for this shit for quite... We might have to cut all this. I don't know. We, but we'd been prepared for this... Uh, preparing for this shit to go down. Stocking up cabinets full of food and shit. Getting uh, supplies. And preparing our minds. Reading the news. And finally her fucking people she works with clued in. And they're all like... Acting like... Uh, it's a fucking tragedy that they didn't get the message when we were all clearly telling them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, uh, abyss, yeah. abyss case is a sh- so she says to me she was like she was like man I just it just feels so fucking terrible that I've like saw this coming and there was no way to communicate it and these people are just like uh, now treating me like I'm the one that uh, is is to blame for it all having happened because I told them it was going to happen and you probably experience this all the time and that's that's abyss case speaking of which so we roughly, we record these and we put them out three to seven days later, generally. And this uh, this production process that takes three to seven days is roughly like the doubling time for COVID cases in the United States. 
<laughs> so whatever we tell you now, it's twice that. Well, let's do the numbers, Sean. Okay. All right. Let's pre- let's do a prediction off your off your seven day metric that you like. Well, I today fun- is March twenty first, twenty right. and twenty. Um, everyone is supposed to shelter in place nationally possibly globally right uh everyone's in this is supposed to social distance nationally uh shelter in place type laws are in are in play in the states of illinois california and new york which are the main population centers of the u.s Um, and therefore essentially everyone in the u.s is either being told to stay at home or is expecting to once the fucking fashion catches up in their region of the world at whatever rate it normally does to New York or LA or Chicago. So so what? China and South Korea have significantly fewer new cases per day past little while. And they're like essentially they have successfully contained the shit. Uh, there's other places where it's just showing up that are doing various modes of containment some of them are working, some of them are not working. Uh, today, March 21st, we have total confirmed number of cases, like writ large, since the beginning of the thing, is 303,180. We've got 12,000 dead, 12,950. No way. And we've got 91,676 recovered. Oh, worldwide. Worldwide. Can you do those, can you just do those, uh, d- like, divided by a thousand for me? Yeah. It's roughly, like, between nine to one and eight to one of recoveries to deaths. Um, okay. And we've got, uh... How many not yet recovered, but affected? A lot. (laughs) It takes like a month. Um, Right. The the uh, Imperial. What do they call it? Imperial University. Um. Hold. B. B. Brain. Imperial College study. The Imperial College London. Study. They call it Imperial fucking college. Anyway, yeah. um, as opposed to the Invisible College. Yeah, the other side. But they have a they have a medical school, and that medical school did this uh, like projection study, and that's what everybody's working off of within the federal government and state governments at this point, and pretty much people around the world in different countries at different rates. But the understanding is, eighteen months of. Uh, at in the best case scenario, 18 months until we get a vaccine that everybody can just somehow get, and our longest time we'll be able to be off quarantine or social distancing mode rather at any time is a month, two months on, one month off, and that that's just like kind of keeps like like uh, cresting up to the amount that our um, healthcare systems can, can withstand. And then just shutting it down for a couple months to let the fucking people recover and the new cases go down. So we're about to see if, if that actually works in in China and South Korea. Um, and the, We've got 53,000 cases in Italy. And the U.S. is roughly 11 days behind Italy in terms of the explosion. Um, there's 24,000 cases in the U.S. right now. And the U.S. rate of infection is higher than in Italy. Uh, the percentage of people infected, you mean? The rate the, of no, the speed per day the, is growing at an exponential rate in both right. places, but the rate of exponential the rate exponential. the exponential rate of infection in the United States is larger than in Italy, meaning that it is growing completely as though nothing is being done about it. As opposed to in Italy, where at least something is being done about it. Um, um, you're right, it's starting to bend upward. Although it had been going um, more tightly for a while. Uh, the, 
Well, that's because they weren't testing this, anyone. Right, right. That's right. So we're roughly 11 days behind them because probably related to testing. Um, I think that 11 days from now, if like if it's really 3 to 14 days before you show symptoms or whatever, as far as serious symptoms, we've got like not very long before lots and lots of people start showing very serious symptoms. Right. And because of the testing has yet to catch up, we should expect more than a doubling within the next week, right? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so the hospitals are already being overwhelmed. National Guard is out. Um, they're trying to build... Hospitals are, are... Where are hospitals being overwhelmed? New York, Seattle. Okay. Um, they're trying to build... They're bringing in hospital ships with a thousand beds on them. But uh, let's see cases per day. I need to see cases per day. But uh, at some point, the cases per day will be larger than the number of beds in the United States. Yeah. About ICU beds. Yeah. Did you hear about all the, uh, the rich people from Seattle and California flying to this one little small town uh, where they have their country club mansions and shit and they're all trying to avoid uh, getting it in the city but this one town has one ICU bed that's that's, okay. that's kind of promising like okay. yet the, the antisocial behaviors of the ruling class will ultimately be their downfall mm-hmm. but I'm an optimist I think that putting paywalls <laughs> over COVID-19 information is murder and people should be shot for that. Um, well, people, I don't know that I agree that people should be shot for murder. I think that really starts to look like... A, I didn't say what they should be shot with. You, <laughs> all right. People can be shot with that t-shirt gun that Gritty's got. <laughs> yeah. So, because... So, would you say was the, the number of... Uh, of like uh, known infected people in the U.S. right now, I want to do some numbers. This is the sad part. Then we will come on to the happy part soon. We got twenty-four thousand in the United States total. Okay. Um, and? we got two hundred eighty-five dead. We got one seventy-one recovered. Okay. So I've got twenty-four thousand. Divide that by ten of the people that currently have it. We've got roughly a 9-11 of people currently infected that are going to die of it. Yeah. Um, and there, and that's going to happen over a certain amount of, of more than a week of time. But we can ru- we can roughly assume that we'll see uh, 50,000 or more because of the upgrade up uh, uh, upgrade upgrade. Can we put a beeping sound when I glitch out and my brain doesn't work and I stutter? Yeah, yeah beeping. Uh, so. The, the the acceleration of testing in the United States is going to find a bunch more cases really fast, but the death rate probably won't change that much because death is really obvious um, in patients, as I understand it. It's, it's going to feel really bad when everybody that we know has been touched by this in some way, and we look back and it's like we're just like counting up the numbers of dead uh, in advance. I don't feel uh, about it at all. But we also like. It has to be done. We're gonna, so we're gonna so count it, it up eventually, and like okay. talking about it in advance. Well, okay. Total number of ICU beds in the United States. I'm gonna make some typing noises. Not ice beds. That's the next fucking topic. Even on a logarithmic scale, this shit looks bad. Um, all of the scales are just look bad. The uh, the linear scale it looks like pops up for slowly for January and then does a, an extreme bump in February when it is not contained in Hubei province, I think, 
only, or they're doing containment there, but it's not only there because people have moved around. And then it's from there, it's just been like on a fucking scoop mode upward, just lift off um, to almost 300,000 people. But on a logarithmic scale, it only looks like a smaller, uh, um, looks like it crested a false uh, peak and is now climbing another mountain. And that's just going to be the constant pattern as places around the world continue to try to. Um, there are fewer than 100,000 ICU beds in the United States. All right. I mean, not in a good way. But yeah, so that's that's like the number of people that are currently infected is more than that. Currently, right now, is 153,000 or whatever. So Divide that by like five, and you get the number of people roughly. You know, I think that's a safer bet. Like divided by five, you get 20% of people needing some level of hospitalization getting some degree of pneumonia that really fucks them up and they need to go to the hospital. Um, <clears throat> right, so that's 30,000 of those people might die right now. Or like within the next month. 30,000 which people? Of the active cases right now. 150,000 uh, divided by five. And so, currently we're at currently we're at 10,000 deaths, so having adding another 50,000 of that in the next couple of weeks is not unlikely. That's fucking scary. Oh no! Wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry. I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the whole world. Yeah. Cancel the this. The world's at three hundred and three thousand. The U.S. is at twenty-four thousand. And uh, I think that a lot of other places are doing better than the U.S. and Europe at containing this. Uh, some places are doing worse. Spain's climbing more rapidly. Uh, well, then, yeah, I mean, the U.S. The, and Europe. And okay, I see what you mean. Uh, the, the U.K. was, until recently, planning to become a plague colony like we had recommended. But yeah. they, they chickened out from their plan to let all of their old people just fucking die in their homes alone while the young people went out to party. Thanks, U.K. So, uh, this conversation started with... How happy we were going to be when we get... It will probably be... Wednesday or Thursday, the 26th, around. Wow. Uh, the numbers in the U.S. will probably be in the vicinity of forty to 50,000 if things are going well. And, um... The, uh, are a bitch, man. What else? The National Guard is out. It's going to be full lockdown. And the real black swan in the room is when the libertarians start shooting people. That's the fucking fucked part, man. They just found a, a guy in this town. There's an Air Force base. It's one of the main uh, like yeah. features of the city. And they just like busted a dude, an airman, 27 years old or something, like who was stockpiling guns, bump stocks, silencers, fucking information on bombs just normal shit that anybody would have except that he was writing on the magazines in white sharpie he was writing the names of like recent white supremacist terrorists like the ones that did shootouts at fucking a mosque and shit um so he's they they busted him for not being allowed to possess all this shit in his air force guy dorms and then now they're giving it to ATF to prosecute like prosecute criminally, but he's not being treated as a potential terrorist. He's being treated as a guy who had a lot too many guns. Um, but And then, like, right across the street from me, there's a fucking guy with a 3%er flag in his window. Uh, like, hanging there. Like, the, with the red stripes hanging down, like, blood dripping. This country is full of fucking stupid assholes with guns. How do we live here still? What were we thinking? You need more guns than them, man. I was always thinking about that in context of the government, who have, like, way more guns than I could ever worry about. Like, I'm not going to be able to fight the National Guard. I just hide from them and run from them and, like, help people in the shadows. But, yeah, more guns than fucking assholes you think that, with pickup trucks and sunglasses? Yeah, if people are organized and they want to fucking... If they're ready to take losses so that other people can live... We'll make it. But, uh, are people organized? Some people are organized, kind of. 
Honestly, I think leftists are bad at the beginning of wars. Um, the combination of defeatism and optimism prevents us from ever being prepared for anything. Until it starts <laughs> happening, and then we start to really digest the reality of the situation, and that social networking shit really comes into play. Like, the Boogaloo Boys are going to come out, wild them out, do a bunch of stupid shit. Much like they did in 2016, you know? Like, the fascists uh -huh. were kind of whooping uh -huh. ass all over the fucking country. I see. And then they killed somebody. Like, they killed a, a white woman. Nobody was like... <laughs> and then all of civil society just came and sat on their face. And that was yeah, it. just like, suffocated their shit and just took yeah, away their just all their the toys. fucking fascist street movement. But, yeah. um... The, yeah, so yeah. all these fascists are, like, hoarding guns, and the left really needs to be hoarding radios. They need to be... Uh -huh. uh, yeah, like, yeah. we need to be getting these fucking networks together so that we know where the fuck they're at and what's going on, you know? Because the gun shit is stupid. Like, yeah, sure, have a gun. You should have a fucking gun. You should have the biggest gun on the block. But since that's too fucking expensive, we got to do the discount version of everything. Fucking, um, go, you know, set up the ability to know where the biggest gun is that wants to kill you, be able to get the fuck out of the way, you know? And all of this shit is like, you bring this down to fucking base level, like, build soil, plant vegetables, be nice to people so that they tell you things. <laughs> That's right. Carry deliveries across the, uh, the fucking Death Stranding Wasteland, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, whatever it starts to look like. I'm really into deliveries myself. Um, I think that I think that the future, the whole like, solar punk, uh, move, move quietly and plant things. That's, it did it made it already made sense in the context of the fucking grinding death machine, of uh, profit. But in the context of a world that is like eerily quiet because everybody has to stay at home all the time it's going to be really important to move quietly and plant things and we're going to have to yeah. we're going to be in like cells we're going to have to end up being in like where you literally just like talk to and touch the people that you know you know like polycules it's fucking terrible you need to be able to um, yeah with enough vegetation that can filter the air filter all the virus out of the fucking air and you can hide from the cops in it yeah so that you can actually leave your house and go places yeah through this wonderful smelly forest um <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things at the uh the old nobody's in charge gathering in the woods uh thing is running around on tree branches surprising cops because they literally only walk on the ground and or like <laughs> And, like, there's always logs falling throughout a forest. And the cops that are, like, following people around and, like, doing pincer maneuvers on camps just for practice and all, um, you know, busting people for smoking weed or having their dogs off leash, people always follow the main group, but then they always try to bust off to the side. And just being willing to walk on, like, logs that have fallen across each other as trails rather than stomping across the ground, crushing everything in your path and casting a wide swath is just, like... I mean, I guess they don't they don't really want to shoot you. If they did want to shoot you, this wouldn't help, but uh, seeing other seeing other networks throughout the city. Speaking of which, everybody send me alleyway maps. We're gonna print them. Um, we you get a get a map of your city, draw all the alleyways you know, walk around in the alleyways while you can, learn where they're at, uh, waterways, uh, access to trailheads that go into the mountains, um, various like uh, features of the landscape, such as ditch, drainage ditches, and uh, other things that don't appear to be bridges or roads until they suddenly are, because they're going to shut down the streets a lot in the coming days, and we're still going to be able to need to deliver toilet paper to old people and shit. Hoard um, radios and bicycles, and USB drives. Start pirating uh, a lot of. Wait, we, I'm not. I'm not Alex Jones, by the way. I don't think that I have any better advice for what you guys should do than you do. You know what your local community needs. Just like find the closest person to you that's fucking old and scared. Talk to them on the phone for an hour. 
and ask them what is the next thing that they need, and just keep doing that every time you meet somebody. I am very, very tired. Well, that's not the time to be fucking tired. It's the time to shave your head into a mohawk and start snorting coffee grounds. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Abyssgate is not an excuse. As far as being productive, it's definitely shave your head time. It's definitely that time. Shave your face, shave your head, wash your hands. Pluck your eyebrows. Shave your arms. Shave every part of yourself. Become a dolphin. (laughs) Join the sea. What do we know about salt water and virus? Nothing. Nothing. I know nothing. What's ask? Okay. <laughs> we can Google live on the air. Googling live on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I just hope you know that we know that you're going to be entertained by this episode. Of, you know, just because everything else is broken. And you're picking this up on CB radio. And like, <laughs> Maybe my reception's wrong, but no, man, I got like quasi aphasia going. The if you're if you're in New York City right now is a really good time to familiarize yourself with your local pirate radio. Uh, if you're in any other city, you might want to have to start your own pirate radio. But it's about to be time to have some fucking airwaves that don't belong to anybody. And the internet is cool, but they can turn it off your phone. Don't forget that the government is turned off. Oh, yeah? Someone flipped the switch. There's no fucking government. There's no fucking DMV. The last parking cop gave the last parking ticket <laughs> to a fucking nurse who got off of a fucking night shift the other day. And the, all of society turned around and looked at this person, and that cop said, Well, it's not my job to resolve this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, you're right. All, all, fucking bars are off. All stealing from convenience stores is on. Yeah. But yeah, maximum pirate radio, man. I don't know how to maximum. do pirate radio. So um, what I have is a ham radio, which I can use to project, but other people can also use to try to interfere with me. And my antenna is not even a whip antenna because I talk a lot of shit, but I don't back it up. Super grandiose fucking schemes of the future. I'm not even going to fucking pretend to hide the fact that I am now going to start working on making a pirate radio station. And neither should you, dear listener. We should just all start doing this. And when people come to try and stop us, we should threaten to make them sick or shoot at them. (laughs) Uh... This is like the law yeah. does not fucking exist. <laughs> We're here to take care of the old people while they die. That's just the simplest fucking thing. We are in a state of emergency. I finally get to say this as much as anybody else. <laughs> fucking pirate radio time. That's right. And we and when you build your pirate radio transmitter, the first thing you should transmit is every episode of this show. Yeah. Starting retroactively just interrupting itself whenever we publish a new one. The more you broadcast, the more we will publish. True. And, you know, if you can, if you can, if the internet still exists next week, uh, the, uh, we can give you more episodes or you can, like, send us your episodes too. We'll broadcast you, you'll broadcast us. I don't Everyone think they're going to We will broadcast and each other, though. folks will feel less and alone if they die in the pod. Um, the circle pod. Yeah. Uh, can you uh, can you make um, customized podcast materials for any pod now? What are you talking about? Is that what you're doing? Did you want to talk about that yet? Customized podcast materials. Customized um, beer koozies and coasters and such. Oh, whatever, man. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be my job eventually. Uh, I'll go out of hacker space. I got a laser cutter. You want some leather shit? I'll fucking zip zip. It'll be great. Uh, but, like, we're pirates, man. That's business. But we got to do pirate stuff. I was just... I, I'm i ready to... The thing about me is... I'll just start doing stuff for free. As, once I don't have to pay for shit, I don't care. 
as long as I can go around, ask people questions, learn stuff, eat food, I'll just work all day and pretty much much of the night for free. So, um, yeah, to a certain extent, I want to sell things for money so that I can uh, buy off the barbarians, the fucking libertarian freaks. But uh, the uh, a lot of it's also like, man, I've just been. I live with a bunch of people and they're all fucking gross and I've just been washing this house all day every day. That's my job now. Washing it? Uh, surfaces. Yeah. Surfaces. Just fucking keeping the surfaces better. Um, I have a hacker space, I fucking laser cut some stuff. So record an episode, I got some editing to do. You should get hired real quick. sterilize the house. I go to fucking 7-Eleven, I feel bad because I'm buying smokes, and this guy's like, why am I here? I'm like, I don't know, man, give me some smokes, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna sterilize the house. He's <laughs> <Like, It's... laughs> just sterilizing himself. This dude at 7-Eleven was straight up fucking outing his boss for fucking she was taking the money to the bank. She had the cash in hand, and he was like, be careful out there. And it was like, he was just like, he was like, hey, where's my hazard pay? He was like, blah, blah, blah. And she grumped at him. He was like, well, you know, have fun on the way to that. I mean, never mind. And everyone in the story looked at her like, ooh, you're holding a shitload of money. Give <laughs> 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 my fucking hazard pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, there are a lot of hazards out here right now. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we at some point we're gonna have to start considering if humans are food. Why uh, no, man? Dogs. I know there are a lot of dogs, but there are also a lot of rich people, and they've been—they're gonna be doing not a lot. They clearly have already all taken off work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I—I I wouldn't eat—I wouldn't eat a person that wasn't rich. It wouldn't taste as good. Plus, it wouldn't be morally righteous. I feel like I shouldn't eat a person that I didn't like defeat in battle or something. Ah, uh, sure. You could be a fucking vegan if you want to. I don't care. Like, I'm just gonna what? eat what there is. A vegan, or you can you can be one of those. Uh, you can be like a farm vegan where you're like, I only eat meat that I looked in the eyes and bashed with my head until it died <laughs> yeah, right on its I face. <laughs> what? It, it like, snuck up on while it was camping. You you glitched. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. I only eat meat <laughs> that I snuck up on while it was camping. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I only eat meat that I located by its bright orange day bag and crate full of uh, uh, plastic water pouches. <laughs> uh, motherfuckers down the street are hoarding uh, granola bars. For real? It's like this. Yeah, that's okay. That's you got some granola bars. Don't like cool. shitting. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know if you got electricity in that house, but like, <laughs> water's a thing. Oh yeah, I've been I've been cooking better the last uh, week than I ever have. So it's just like, oh shit, I have a bunch of ingredients. I'm not going anywhere, and I'm not eating any fucking food somebody else touched. So the psychology of a biscuit is really interesting. At some point, you are fucking panicking, trying to rub the damn spot off of your hand that you just like can't figure out if you touch something unclean today and you're just like scraping your skin off and at some point you just like spin out and you just sit in the corner just touching your face right and it's just like fuck it I'm gonna feel my own face and I don't know if we're even there yet like people aren't even aware yet of how scary this is gonna be once you realize that you could have it right now and you don't know what's clean and you can't not touch stuff Well, it's fine. You just gotta live statistically. I think that we should. We got this going now, but are you up to anything later today? Ah. Uh, Speed that up for a second. What? You got? Cause like, I've got my afternoon diabetic slump or whatever happening. I feel like a fucking brain slug. Um, and maybe we get fucking train correspondent on here later, too. Um, but I can also, I can just sit here and fucking 
uh, ponder no, no, I'm, very southport conversation about the incoming sadness. <laughs> I feel like two old men just fucking sitting on the fucking uh, rocking chairs, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that's a skin right. at first. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're trying to skin something, cut off the hands and feet first. By God. I'm not joking. Uh, see, that's we're about to actually have this conversation. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't fuck around, man. I don't have time to spend all day hugging a fucking deer or, or a squirrel and just like carefully nestling its little skins off. That's why you just fucking you gotta slice it down the belly and you gotta draw a line to its wrists and then you peel it back like a fucking right. sock. That's a. This is allowed also. Anyway, I don't know if we got any vegan listeners today. Yeah, good luck. Everybody that ever came to the fucking hill as a vegan is like, morally, I'm a vegan, but realistically, there's no fucking iron in this food we're eating, so I'm going to eat some of your bacon. And Like, the whole climate change vegan argument, I think, is the only valid vegetarian argument. Like, morally, I think it's garbage. I don't think those morals exist. With the, uh, like, you know, takes less land to raise a vegetarian. That's cool. Uh, it takes less yeah, carbon yeah. or whatever. But, uh, pragmatically, man, if you've got a chance to eat Bezos and you don't, <laughs> don't eat Bezos, what? You did it wrong. If you get a chance to eat Bezos, clip. You clipped up. Like, like, there you are. What's you up? just said if you get a chance to eat Bezos and then you glitched out for like a minute and didn't say nothing. No. What is that? Uh, Listen. Not getting anything. I'm getting nine 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 bang 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 bang. Michael Jackson. <laughs> One million dollars. Okay. You feel me? Yeah, I got that. Oh. Right. Uh, we got it. One trillion dollar coin. All right, everybody's saying Joe Biden is dead, and it's really funny. But Joe Biden is in a fucking bubble, and they're keeping him in a bubble so he doesn't get sick and die. And they're going to drag his ass out someday and put him on the TV. And you're all going to be really so today, disappointed. March twenty first, Saturday. <laughs> Mike thinks Joe Biden is dead. In so the year twenty twenty. The fucking Twitter uh, leftists have decided Joe is dead. They they carry Joe Biden out, and he mumbles incoherently into a microphone for a couple minutes. He says, "You gotta cut all this fucking virus malarkey around, you know. Don't you just gotta fucking hey, look at that." And there you go. And that would be he must have been on so much dead. cocaine in this last debate, man. I'm I'm ashamed to say I actually watched that, but uh. He was making full sentences. He couldn't really string them together, but it was full sentences. Strongly spoken. Uh, it's That's because he's not as dead as everybody wishes. He's pretty dead, man. I think he was on coke. I don't think, I think that coke lasts that long. That was a long fucking debate. I think there, he was probably on like some like some of those medications that like make your... like dementia clear up for a couple hours you gotta remember also that the, they had commercial breaks well okay <laughs> he could have been getting coke stuffed up his nose the whole time like he's one of the Johns uh, mm-hmm. from Pod Save America but he's the, the whole thing is uh, like a charade anyway right it's necropolit it's, it's, it's a necrocracy it's the fucking rule by the dead Either way, both of these people are just like, um, like the sarcophagi of previous generations, imaginary men that are now like being toted up at by other forces and used, pinioned between other forces and used to like create things, create events that needed to happen for the storyline that the main people of the world, the people with the, the their hands on the controls are doing. Yeah, do you see that as the other end of the coin of like? These people are disposable, and this person is not allowed to die. Joe Biden this, is 
so not allowed to die that they've actually reinserted hair into his head and like have put a stick up his back and are dancing around puppet playing him they they literally said resurrection and back from the dead in like every article since he uh got votes on super tuesday they literally have said that he is the resurrection of his campaign and he's back from the dead and he can't be stopped and he's coming to your town (laughs) (laughs) biden is back from the dead but can he beat trump uh Joe Biden and the Art of Resurrection. How you pronounce Light Lord, Lich Lord? That's a Lich. Now, a Lich is a, a Lich is a sort of a wizard that is high up in the wizard powers of necromancy and decides to become a forever living being by storing its, um, its like hairy soul in a box. This is how uh, Lord Voldemort uses Horcruxes in the famous mm. wizarding trilogy Iron Man. Hmm. So, who's the Lich Lord controlling Biden? Because he's sort of like, he's not a ghoul, he's not like an eater of the dead. You know, he's like, a, he's a zombie. He's like a classic zombie. He's a very much he a zombie. Where he is. He's kind of got that Frankenstein wants to fucking pet your hair thing going on. Uh, he's a constructed being, you know? But someone constructed him. It sounds like you have come along to my side of the uh, coin, so to speak, the trillion dollar coin, which is that ideas make themselves real and hyperstition is the real politics and that material reality is like secondary to like the narrative power of the human mind. You don't think there's some sort of necromancer that made Trump plausible? Absolutely, I think there's a necromancer that made Trump plausible. Like I'm the whole, saying, or sorry, Biden. Same thing. Do you have? Isn't are it there, the same necromancer? Is someone sneaking up on you? Are there like creepy saw music in the background? It's a train. Oh, all right. It's a train sneaking up on you, dude. Watch out. <laughs> the uh, there. So, there is. Uh, there's absolutely necromancers behind these fucking people. Um, the Koch brothers, Henry Kissinger, uh, fucking George Bush is like every level of George Bush, all of the, all of the juniors and Jebs and seniors and happy, the whole thing. There, there are literally people who do like what they think of as dark magic for the purpose of gaining power, and it works because it creates a cultish zeal between them, and they already had a lot of resources to start off with because that's how you end up fucking kids and, like, eating people. But that's neither here nor there. There's no evidence for all of that unless you listen to other podcasts, which I recommend you listen to. We're not Alex Jones over here. I'm just saying, there definitely are black magicians in the world. I've met them. Oh, excuse me. Dark. There definitely are dark magicians in this world that do bad shit, lawful evil, chaotic evil shit. And I've met them, and they're definitely necromancers. They call themselves wizards. Yeah. Well, the Imperium, in my mind, is the enemy. It's like the ultimate intergalactic, interdimensional enemy of all that lives. That's right. That's it. That's the the uh, crystallizing impulse um, of another universe intersecting with our own in some metaphors, which are becoming true. But you've always uh, you always previously were not into this idea that it was all magicians and weird shit behind the scenes, and I would try to indulge you in your materialist obsession on your own podcast. What's yeah. that changed for you? You become a man of God. There are people that call themselves Imperial Wizards and structurally, like, network-wise, in terms of hyperstition, there's, uh... There's Imperial Wizards. There's Imperial Wizardry, at the very least. Like, on a material level, there's, like, this, like, doodle-a-doodle-a-doo, look what I pulled out of a hat. Another man in a hat. Doodle-a-doodle-a-doo. ICE needs 45,000 respirators and surgical masks for their enforcement and removal. <laughs> doodle-a-doodle-a-doo. 
And the N95s went to law enforcement so that they can kill us after the lockdown. Doodle doodle doo. You know, like some fucking genius thought that up. They thought it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a self perpetuating machine for sure. It's just a it's the golem of bullshit. Is it is it still a golem if it only defends bullshit? <laughs> uh, I was thinking in made of, but yeah. Oh, it's, it's a no. It's Chapo Trap House is the golem of bullshit. Ah, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Those poor people. How how noble of them to sacrifice themselves upon the altar of bullshit, let bullshit invade their bodies and become the walking avatars of bullshit on the world. No shit though. Like uh, I wouldn't dare. Yeah, I would. Bring it. They, uh, they kind of are the, uh, that's like a superpower or something. They, like, <laughs> their ability to just be completely incoherently bullshit is, uh, working for them, man. Like, like getting people to fucking trend poo poo pee pee on the fucking internet is, like, uh, as a political force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's next level shit, man. Well, to to be at the thrust of a spear is not to be the fucking decider of where the spear goes, though. Yeah, like like just in the same way that the the intercept is like funded by interests of like global capital uh, against particular national uh, forces that like threaten them. Um, so is the like dirtbag left is just like this uh, weapon being used against capital by the the interests of uh, complete fucking Kakistani frog av- avatars. And like they don't care whether so? they support. Like the the ultimate posters literally don't care. The bullshit avatars don't care what they support. The Chapo people are weak in, in that way, and so are we. Really, probably the avatars of bullshit are come town, and we shouldn't ever mention that on our show because they're, they're yeah. As far as the hyperstition stuff and the end and abyss gaze and stuff, I think the first thing that goes is the ability to tell fact from fiction, right? That's always being yapped about by the malarkey enthusiasts. But uh, um, when I'm tired, I don't really give a shit if I'm talking in a materialist fashion, you know. Like, uh, ideal. Like, in Ideal. Fever Dream, my view of America involves Imperial Wizards. And, like, when I have no fucking clue what's going on and there's tear gas everywhere and I'm in a crowd, there's, like, you you have to think in magical terms sometimes. I think that is real. Like, uh... Yeah. Uh, you have to, like... Even to the point of, like, self-destruction, you have to just understand that if you don't have the information, you just have to fucking deal with the realm of universe that you're given at a given at a given point, you know? Yeah, you got to look around like, and see the micro and the macro and say, like, in this situation, am I like on a macro or on a on a micro level replicating a structure of oppression in, or in the macro level that I don't that, or like uh, exacerbating a narrative that I don't want to continue in. Just like fucking don't, dude. Just don't exacerbate some narrative. Yeah. No. Okay. Whatever. <sighs> the birds are good. Yeah, stupid ass bird. That's right. Shut up, stupid ass bird. Snitch birds, man. Hey, there's not enough birds. We can. I'll tell you any birds we can get. We've been recording for one hour. What? Are you done? I'm uh, apparently fucking brain dead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. The birds are good. Okay. Is a good way to end it. Craig, leave. <laughs>